Hi, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and welcome back to Healing Quest. If you're just joining us, our focus is holistic wellness, energy medicine, and the lifestyle choices we have to help us all achieve optimum health. Well, as we mentioned earlier, right now we're in the middle of a very, very food-intense part of the year. <laughs> that, that's an understatement. That is, I guess. Um, jolly gatherings and lots of friends and family, and that often includes things like sweets and treats and high-calorie dishes, like the cookies I made last <laughs> night with my granddaughters. Yeah. Well, the result is frequently weight gain, except for the cookies. They don't have any calories. <laughs> but in addition, sometimes our digestive tract has to deal with food that's been contaminated with infectious organisms. And that leads to food poisoning. Ooh. In fact, the Centers for Disease Control estimate that one out of every six Americans gets sick from food poisoning every year. I had no idea it was that frequent. Common remedies range from eating bland foods like toast and bananas and rice and then kind of replenishing the fluids in, uh, with soup and smoothies and water-rich fruits and veggies like cucumbers and watermelons. But now we've discovered a new option in dealing with food poisoning, probiotics. That's right. You heard it, probiotics. <laughs> we, we love probiotics here on Healing Quest. But here to bring us the details on that is microbiologist Karen Krishnan, the chief science officer of Just Thrive Probiotics. Hi, Karen. Hi, Judy. Hi, Roy. Great to be with you guys. Good to have you here. We learn on a continuous basis as a result of the work you, you're doing and Just Thrive is doing about the amazing benefits of probiotics. I had no idea they could help us deal with food poisoning. So, so I didn't either. Yeah, so this is this what do we is need to know about this? Yeah, how, I mean, does it keep us from getting food poisoning? You know, so the, there's a couple of really important things to address when it comes to food poisoning. We think of food poisoning as an acute problem, which it is, right? There's a period of time where you feel like death, essentially. Mm -hmm. You're vomiting, you have diarrhea, you can't eat anything, you're getting dehydrated. But the problem with food poisoning is the effects go far beyond that acute problem. For example, something, a condition called small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, which is the, one of the biggest uh, drivers of IBS, literally affects millions of people in the U.S. every year. It's thought that food poisoning or foodborne pathogens is the biggest driver of that condition. Hmm. And, huh. you know, not to mention the antibiotics you might have to take uh, to, to deal with the infection can have long-term consequences. So it's, you know, it's so much more than those three, four, five days where you're miserable. It can have a long-term impact. So when we're looking at probiotics and what role they can play in the whole idea and issue around food poisoning, there's a few different applications. First one, if you're taking the right kind of probiotic, like a spore-based probiotic, mm -hmm. um, it can actually reduce the risk to some degree because these bacteria are really good at competing with and crowding out the types of bacteria that give people food poisoning. You know, in fact, spore-based probiotics are used as a treatment for dysentery and other uh, gut infections in Europe, Latin America, and parts of Asia as well, and have been since 1950s. Really? Right? That so long? Wow. Yeah, can, yeah. I, can I just interrupt you? Are those spore-based probiotics identical to the ones that I know about in Just Thrive? Exactly, yeah. And that was part of our inspiration, even, even developing the Just Thrive product, was looking at all of the various uses of, of those prescription-grade spore-based probiotics in those other countries. So they are the same species uh, that are found in, in the Just Thrive probiotic. These spores are really good at identifying and competing 
with uh, pathogens that cause these conditions, right? So that's one aspect. If you're taking your spores with your meal, they provide you some protection against potential pathogens that are coming in with the food. The second part of it is, let's say you get you do get an infection and you and you get sick for a few days, the pathogen typically stays with you for a long time, if not forever, right? Really? It's just the level, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're in there all the time, wow. right? They don't go away completely. Oh, forever, yeah. that's a very I, scary yeah, word. <laughs> I, I had no idea that that was true. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So using antibiotics and other remedies, you might be able to bring their levels down to a point where they're not causing the symptoms that you were experiencing, but they're still there. They know how to hang out and they know how to wait for the right opportune time to rear their ugly heads again, right? So that's always a risk, right? And so um, having the spore-based probiotics going into your system every day kind of helps seek out those pathogens and and compete with them. And that's the basics of what these spore-based probiotics do. Now, the third part is if you happen to get food poisoning and, and you take an antibiotic to help deal with the problems acutely, those symptoms on the first four or five days, yeah. the antibiotics tend to have a long-term negative effect on your gut. You know, they, might have, they were necessary at the time, but they can have a long-term impact on the gut. So using the spore-based probiotics, we've shown, we've uh, submitted a study for publication that shows that the spore-based probiotics in Just Thrive um, do uh, fix some of the damage that the antibiotics have done to the gut. When you say a long-term effect, how long-term? Like, I mean, from from taking antibiotics, how long does that uh, antibiotic stay in your system and actually upset your microbiome in your stomach? Yeah, so typically the antibiotic in itself is gone after four to eight hours, right? But it it creates enough of a of a dysfunction when it was there in terms of the population of bacteria in your gut. Um, studies have shown that a single seven-day course of clindamycin can disrupt your gut microbiome for up to two years. Oh, my gosh. Right? And here's the crazy thing. There's a recent study out of Princeton University that showed that you don't even have to be the person taking the antibiotics. You could live with somebody who's taking antibiotics, and your gut will get disrupted because they're on antibiotics as well. Okay. Okay. Now that's 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 a little much. You have to explain that a little bit more. <laughs> I want to know the transmission I want to know how method. That happens. So somebody else in the house can be taking antibiotics. If I got this right, you're not, but you can be affected by them. You can get the same dysfunction in your gut that they are experiencing from the antibiotics. It's it's kind of crazy to think about it. Now they, what they did is they followed hundreds of people who, who were given a course of antibiotics. They measured their gut microbiome, the, the population of bacteria that live in their gut, mm. before they started the antibiotic. Then they measured it after they started the antibiotic and, and every month for the next six months. They found that if you're taking a course of antibiotics, your gut is disrupted almost immediately once you start. And, and that same disruption can be seen upwards of six months after you're done. The crazy thing about that study is they also tested the microbiome of people that lived in the same household that did not take the antibiotics, and they saw the same disruption. So we have around us a microbiome cloud, if you will, especially in our households, where we share loads and loads of common bacteria through the environment, through the air vent system, through the water, to the surfaces. 
you know, I'll give you a really gross but awesome example, um, <laughs> which which I'm full of, right? I'm full of these kind of things. Um, you go to the bathroom, you, you, you defecate into the toilet. When you flush your toilet, the toilet is designed to have a vacuum and a, and a vortex, right? It spins, the water spins relatively vigorously. During that spinning, uh, there uh, a whole bunch of fecal matter and bacteria aerosolize from the toilet. Oh, my God. Right. And that is graphic. That is very air. graphic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it goes into the air in your home and gets oh. sucked in and blown, blown all throughout the house, Stop. right? So we've got waves of poop just flying around the house, whether we like it or not. <laughs> oh, now that sounds something you know, that a three-year-old or a four-year-old would think was really funny. But, I, but it's also <laughs> something that, totally do, yes. you, you know, I, I, here's the thing. I can't unhear that. I'm going to have that. No, moment. exactly. <laughs> that's the kind of fact that I'm, I'm trying to use to encourage my kids to go into microbiology. Now they think it's cool at the <laughs> moment. So. <laughs> you know, and, and then you think of something simple like dust in your home, right? Ninety uh, percent of the matter of dust is human skin, right? Oh. All the dust you see that accumulate is human skin. And when you look at human skin, for every one skin cell, we have about 32 bacteria cells on that skin cell. So think about the, the dust that collects on, this, on your surfaces, even if you don't dust for three days, it's 32 times that, the amount of bacteria that's actually sitting on the surfaces. You're scaring so our share. audience. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the important thing here, the important message here is we share microbes all of the time. And if one person's gut in the home is messed up, they're making the wrong choices, whether it's food, lifestyle, diet, or in this case, they have to take a course of antibiotics because they got, um, they got food poisoning, they're impact has a significant impact on everyone else. So not only is it important for the person that's taking the antibiotic for their food poisoning to be on the probiotic, but so is the other people in the household as well. You know, so that's the that's the overarching message here. If you're just joining us, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst and we're dealing we're trying to regain our composure after <laughs> after information from microbiologist Karen Krishnan about an easy way to avoid a big food problem that can really take the fun out of this holiday season or, frankly, any time of the year. It sounds like any time of the year. Wow, yeah. I feel like just after hearing all this, I, I need to go take a shower. You know. <laughs> anyway, all right, we, we interrupted you there, so go ahead and tell us some more good news. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, um, if, if you're taking your spore-based probiotics on a regular basis, that's like every day, you reduce the risk of, uh, of having these pathogens make you really sick. And if they do get to you and make you really sick, you can get over it faster. Absolutely. You've got a layer of protection in your system. If you're taking your spore-based probiotics every day, you've got uh, probiotic bacteria that are in your system that are really good at fighting off pathogens and competing with them. So you've got that layer of protection. But let's say your, your dose, your exposure to foodborne contaminants is so high that it still makes you sick. It does help you get over it faster. Um, and then if you have to take a course of antibiotics because you're so sick, then it helps with uh, reducing the side effects or the negative effects of the antibiotics itself. Well, thank you. Well, we're out of time. but it's- you know, Yet another... Um, incredibly memorable conversation. So thank you. <laughs> it's it's but, always memorable brother, when we but, talk to you. But it's really good to know. So thank you. I mean, uh, you know, yes, we, we can have fun with it. But it's very, very important. So very good information. Thanks for doing that. 
So we've been speaking with Kieran Krishnan of Just Thrive Probiotics about spore-based probiotics as a new option for dealing with food poisoning. You can learn more about spore-based probiotics at JustThriveHealth.com. That's JustThriveHealth.com. That was a very interesting interview with Kieran. He always surprises me. He always gives us great information. But that kind of stunned me about a couple of things that he had to say. And I know we were talking about food poisoning, but it's great to know that this can help prevent that. And it also really helps if you happen to, unfortunately, get food poisoning, which is horribly miserable. Uh, But the idea that if somebody else in the house is taking antibiotics, antibiotics, that you can actually have the disruption in your gut. That the microbiome is was kind of like an energy field. I guess it has its own energy field. That's exactly what we're talking about. I guess it is. I yeah. guess it is. All right. So that's well. why you've got to make sure that you do everything you can to keep your immune system healthy and your digestive system healthy because there's a lot it has to deal with. Unfortunately, right. usually right at your own home address. And you can do what Roy and I do, and that's we take uh, just dry probiotics every day and the prebiotics. And the precision prebiotics is also good. It's very good. All right. Well, what's coming up next? So up next, we have uh, Belinda Womack with advice from the Archangels about wealth recreation. So, And Belinda's wonderful, so you won't want to miss that. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. 